Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. podcast of the month remember now it's the first and third mondays of each month hey guys we have a special guest with us this week dennis compost is joining us he is going to be the executive assistant for sean butlin this year in one of our jp projects dennis how you doing i'm good man how you doing all is well we also got the the infamous nick berman with us what's up fellas one of the huge JP testimonies that we have. All by the grace of God. And so here we are, guys. We're getting real excited. We got a new season of the Joshua Project starting. And Sean, are you looking forward to it? Very much so. Great anticipation. It's real exciting as I can't really say we've done much of this, but Holy Spirit has led us has led Colleen and Candace, yep. to be more exact, to actually launch Women's Joshua Project this year. Yeah, it's, Amen. it's awesome. been a uh, project that's been long in the waiting and preparation, and now we are at a point where we are ready to uh, put this into motion, and the Holy Spirit has uh, provided amply for that. And it's really neat because for the first time in the project, we're going to have a project up in La Jolla, we're going to have a men's project down in North County, and there are discussions about even quite possibly having a Joshua project in Maryland this year. Praise be to God. That's awesome. That blows my mind. Yeah. That wasn't even on the radar, and it might actually be a reality. So a lot of things happening in JP, guys. Stay tuned because we have something real special coming up for the alumni here in a couple of months. Hey, Proverbs 3, verses 5 through 6 has popped up more than once in my day today. And I thought, maybe the Lord wants us to talk about that in this podcast. And, and so the question that came to mind as I kept hearing this verse throughout my day, whether it be in conversation or on the radio, is what is your number one? What is the most important thing in your life and we were just having a discussion around the dinner table tonight man and and I was sharing that my number one thing my number one thing is my family I love my family but I was actually terrified for years to say that out loud to let God know that my family is the most important thing in my life because I felt that if I said that that the angels would be able to interpret this in, in some way or, or Satan would be able to use that against me. And I know that's all bad theology, but I'm just being honest and real with you. But what we see in scripture is really God needs to be first. He says in, in, in all your ways, acknowledge him first. Yeah. In fact, how did that translation read that again, Dennis? said trust in the lord with all your heart do not depend on your own understanding seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take 
Man, seek his will in all that you do. Reminds me of uh, one of yours and my favorite life verses, Matthew 6.33. Yes. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and all these things will be provided unto you. Runs right along with that, that whole theme of trust the Lord and seek him first, and the, the desires of your heart begin to shape into what the Lord has for you. And I think my life verse also ties into that Philippians 4.13, I, I can do all things through Christ who's, who gives me strength. Yep. Yeah, and I think that this is a perfect tie-in as we get ready to launch JP this season. Um, as you know, by listening to the podcast, our battle cry is be strong and courageous. But that verse goes on in verse 7 to say, and be careful to do according to all the law that Moses has commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may have good success wherever you go. I think it's a constant reminder for us as men. What are we putting first? Are we putting time in at the gym before time in with our kids? I read an interesting article today about why women leave good men. It's because they're absent. It's not that they're bad providers or bad lovers or or bad men. It's that they're not present. When they are home, they're engulfed in the football game. They're engulfed in their hobby or video games or the gym or whatever men consume their time with. And so, men, I think it's kind of a wake-up call. As I heard Proverbs today and I was thinking about Joshua chapter one, verse seven, and reading this article, what is your number one in life? And if you take your number one, can you put God before that? Mm -hmm. It gets into a topic of idolatry. That's probably a topic for another podcast, (laughs) but you know, an easy definition of idolatry is anything that we put before God. Absolutely. And so as we go out, man, I would ask that you would just consider God, that you would acknowledge him in all of your ways and that you would seek his good and perfect will for your life. Hey, look, guys, we just moved from Oceanside down at the beach where I've lived for 20 years to Vista, which is 10 miles inland. I would have to say that I have a pretty hard time sometimes acknowledging God's will in my life. But I also know one thing about God's will is his will is not difficult. His will doesn't bring turmoil or chaos. And so even if we don't understand it, those are questions we want to ask ourselves is if we are walking in God's will, is there chaos? He says his yoke is easy. Yeah, and his burden is light. He brings peace when we're walking in his grace. That's right. And, you know, we were talking to around the dinner table about how interesting it is when we're walking in God's will, when we are acknowledging him in all of our ways, how those strained relationships just seem to fall back into place and not by any work of our own or, or, or any lack of work on our own. We still need to strive for that and try for that, but how those relationships with your brother or your sister or your mom or your boss seem to mend themselves through your words and your actions how even even tithing even tithing out of a widow's purse seems to bring blessing in return 
And this is not a secret formula. It's not a success strategy. I think it's just God's good will for, for us in our lives as we acknowledge him in all that we do. Yeah, as we Amen. acknowledge him, it's the Holy Spirit going in and paving the way for us to acknowledge him. It makes that path easier for us. It's all about being faithful. Yeah. I wouldn't be here. I wasn't trying to be faithful. Mm-hmm. When he tells me to pray, pray. Don't yeah. just sit there and say, give every yeah. everything in the book, every excuse in the book, because I, I have them, but they're excuses. Until you actually give everything you got and are faithful to God, that's when you see his promises. That's the truth. Yep. And and so, man, I would I would ask that you listen, just as Dennis was saying, to those promptings from the Holy Spirit. What is he telling you in your life? Mm-hmm. What is he telling you right now as you listen to this? Something that you're putting first before God. And so the prompting that I'm getting right now, guys, is that we should pray. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to pray, Father God, mm-hmm. that you would bless the men listening to this podcast yes. right now. That God, everything that we do would be in full acknowledgement of you, that we would consider you in all of our ways. And so I would ask Holy Spirit right now that you would reveal to these men things that need to be revealed, things that they're already thinking about, and that the men would stand up, be strong and courageous, and take the appropriate actions in their lives. The way that they talk to their wives, the way that they love their children, the way that they work when they are on the clock. God, whatever it would be, Holy Spirit, that you would be speaking to them, that you would walk them through that. Until next time, my friends, we love you.